Hi, and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast about intentional living. Journeying through this year, we're coming up on calendar month, almost November, and the last episode, we're talking about my root chakra and where we hold security, our basic needs in, and where that energy center bundle is. And as I studied that root chakra, I always thought I was pretty grounded. Um, level-headed is what I associated with grounded. So I thought that's I'm always going to have to be a good open root chakra. And however, as I sat and discovered through that, I really was not. The opposite of our um, grounded security root is fear. And so when I sat with that, I realized that I feared a lot more than I thought I did. Particularly um, the fear of letting other people down. I think that was probably uh, one of my biggest fears in doing the right thing, which is how I got to living my life probably on autopilot. Um, as we've mentioned in prior podcast, when I was young and went on to school, uh, I studied accounting, which was something that my stepdad said, you know, you could stand on your ear and, and do, and someone always needed accounting. I liked it uh, in high school, so I thought, well, then I must be good at this, and and that's what I did in this, this stage for security. However, when I think back to those days, what I really enjoyed um, was talking to people. I really enjoyed helping people. And I remember sitting around my grandmother's table with uh, my aunts and uncles and things and listening to them and thinking, one day I probably will be a psychologist. And I thought, um, and so when I pursued that and realized how much education that was at that young age, I thought that was a lot. Uh, being the first person close to me really going on to college, um, from the high school age, my stepdad had gone back to school, um, but it wasn't when I was around, so I didn't really have that experience, and I didn't really want to stay longer than four years, so I added the accounting. What's been discovered throughout my 20-plus uh, years of service is my natural progression has moved me into human resources from accounting, and in the human resource area, I began to study and learn, and um, I got to help people directly. And I was helping them with accounting, of course. That's important and what we need, those is, um, that skill as well. But the human resource side allowed another part of me to open up. And then as I began yoga over the last year, it's definitely opened up another part of me and, and the giving part and what I want to give back and, and help others and so this whole long year has been a journey, and I've gotten to the point where I'm making another life decision. Um, for those that have, have listened to the prior podcast know that I have been married a couple of times. Both good people uh, just didn't work out. I have lost my self-esteem in through some of those experiences. Um, I felt a lot of guilt about where I was in my position in life sometimes, not outwardly realizing that, but realized internally that I did and that I had a right to be where I was, that I had earned that. I always seemed to be younger in my successes, um, and that held me back with some guilt. And then I realized that, um, yeah, I worked for those things, and that had I had to work through those things so that I could feel grounded and safe about that. And then... Uh, I decided, you know, why not yoga? I'd gone through um, wanted something that I'd wanted to do. 
I'd gone through breast cancer um, stage one and some radiation the first year and, and um, you know, realized life is short and that I was lucky. I was caught early. Um, I haven't had any reoccurrences. That's will be soon to be two years in February that that's happened and can't believe it's gone that fast. My mom, my closest person in life, uh, passed away and it'll be three years December. All of these life major events for me are what bring me to where I am today, where it brings this attitude of enjoying life, to live, laugh, and love lots more, to share positive things with other people, even when it sounds silly to be sharing them, that they may think that's off the wall or what. On that, um, I just enjoy encouraging other people um, to show compassion when you need to show compassion, and to be strong. And not be, feel guilty about being a strong woman and being led to do things, to being ambitious. Ambitious is not a negative word, word to be associated with women, but oftentimes we do. And we think that if they're ambitious, then they also must be um, callous and not thoughtful for others in order to achieve things. And that's simply not true. Um, when your heart's in the right place, the rest of the things tend to follow and they'll believing that now. So as I've journeyed through this year of yoga and opening up lots more chances for introspection, understanding, and a lot of non-judgment, uh, it's really given me the opportunity to say, I am enough. And if you'd asked me a year ago, of course I'm enough. But I would have said it with my eyebrows furrowed. I would have said it like, well, sure I'm enough. Why wouldn't I be? Like, there's no doubt. But when I sat with the uncomfortable I realized that sometimes I didn't feel enough, that truly my insecurities were buried deeper than I thought, and that I had, was living my autopilot, um, even in my confidence. And so um, when it bubbles up and realize that it's what I remember is true confidence when I didn't have attacks on me as an adult, and sometimes we can be meaner as we get older and adult, and people feel like they can say a lot more things, just their opinions. And yes, everyone has a right to their opinions, but your opinions matter when you say them. And those words don't come back. And sometimes your opinion really doesn't need to be shared. You know, let someone live what they need to live without judgment. And be careful about saying about other people things that you judge on that. Um, remember, if you don't like someone's behavior, it doesn't mean that you hate the person. So be careful in how, how we throw those opinions around. Um, they really can be swords. So I realized that um, what was on the surface and what has been underneath. And I feel a pulling, uh, a calling to do something else. I'm not sure what that calling is. But uh, I was blessed and to be at a point in my life where I could think about something different. And... Um, I work for state government and have decided that I'm going to retire. And that was a hard decision for me because I do have a very supportive uh, workforce agency, very good uh, people that I work with, and that was really what I want to leave. But I realized that you don't have to have in the relationships with the people if you enjoy them just because of the place you work. And so I'll continue those relationships, I'm sure. But what I did realize is that I didn't want to be under the stress of what I carried. And it was really a lot of self-imposed stress because of how 
I hold myself accountable for what I'm responsible for and what I feel like I need to know and what I feel like I need to remember and what I feel like I need to do to encourage others um, and make the best situations that we can make them um, in. And that's our processes as well as our atmosphere um, and how that we interact with one another. But that puts a lot of thought on me and, and uh, a lot of reading, a lot of um, remembering compliance things. And we're under, you know, we get audited each year and, and there's a lot of stress on just answering questions and finding the time to complete an audit during your regular workload and, and every transaction being scrutinized. And I think it's very important and it's one of the um, best learning experiences that I go through each year and, and continue to learn as I go through that. And I appreciate the people that I work with, even including the auditors, but it can be stressful. And I've decided that I don't want to carry that stress anymore. I want to be more heart-centered than head-centered. Now, it says it sounds very easy and sounds like I just logically made that choice and that's what I did and said, okay, I'm going to do it. Well, obviously, that's not me if you know me. Um, there had to be some soul-searching there and some backtracking. And I had gone last January to retirement and asked, you know, let's see, I'm past 20 years plus, so let me see what retirement would look like and begin to think about that. But I thought that was two to five years away. And I um, met a, a wonderful person, a retirement counselor that was brought into my life for a reason, who was a very encouraging person and, you know, gave me the idea to start this podcast when I didn't even know what a podcast was. I had not listened to one before. And I um, began that. And so I got to come back full circle and meet with the same retirement counselor and talk about what it would look like to retire again. And this time with the thought that it could be months. It could just be in a couple of months and I'm going to do this. And um, one of the things that he said to me was, you look younger, you look happier. And I felt that way. After the year of yoga, the year of running, uh, starting to run, to pay attention to diet, to live fully, um, to live with intention, I am happy. Uh, I recognize every day how happy and blessed I am. And that comes out in shows. You know, I've gotten haircuts a little shorter after each time. And um, I always thought I would not get the shorter haircuts until I'd lost the, all the weight I wanted to lose. And it's all come naturally as well. And it looks good, feels good, and I'm happy with that. But there has been a lot of changes, and there will continue to be because I think God is providing opportunities and seeing opening eyes in a way that I can help to help others to enjoy their lives and help to encourage them to see blessings and to see how much we are provided. That sure, life is not always going to be easy, um, but we're given the tools that we need to get through what we need to get through, right? You know, we, there is nothing that we will survive, most of us, that is what others live daily. And that, I think about that. But I thought that if I retired that that was for me. I thought I was feeling guilty that I was too young to do that. Uh, I was too selfish to give up a great workplace, to give up a, a good salary, and to think that I could do something different. 
when I was responsible for two kids and with their dads, of course, but running the household here. And, and I, I just started to think, how could you? And I let that fester a little bit longer than I probably should have. And then I thought, well, I don't know. So of course, being who I am, I ran some numbers, multiple spreadsheets, talked to a lot of people, researched this and decided that I, that that was being still prudent. I still could do this, that God would provide for me. I, um, financially was okay and able to, to move forward and would find another position and things. But until I did, um, I would be okay. And that gave me the freedom to feel like I was still taking care of my kids in that financial sense. And then what I also realized is that time, if I wasn't stressed out and I was able to come home and actually fix dinner, we could pay attention to what we're eating. Goodness gracious, when I realized the other day that I'm sitting here picking up Wendy's and a Frosty so my kid can dunk the chicken nuggets in the Frosty to um, delight themselves, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a good mama on food. So we'll, we'll work on that um, and pay attention to what we're eating. And, but this will give me time to do it instead of just wanting to come home and just zone out and let's just eat and have our tasks done and start to appreciate what food does for our bodies again. Um, when I said I eat healthy, I didn't work on making my kids eat healthy. And so, um, you know, that's something now I can pay attention to and work towards. And uh, my son's only got a few years in school, high school. He's a freshman. He's only a few years left. And this is the last time uh, that I want to be stressed and preoccupied that I want everyone just to go find a spot and let's just all be quiet so we can all just rest for a little while because I've had so much input through the day. I don't want to be there. I don't want to miss this time um, for him and or this time for Skylar as she finishes her um, elementary school and before she goes to middle school. These are two important times to to be in my autopilot, and I had started to go there again. So I made that decision. I'm going to retire. So I started to go in and tell people, and um, and then I started to second guess the timing. So it wasn't what I if I would retire. Everybody was okay that I would, but when. And I thought, I'm going to retire in December. When it's New Year's Eve, there's a reason to pop that cork. The, ne the next year, who knows what the possibilities will be. I don't know yet because I haven't had time to think about them. I just know that they are there. And um, <laughs> then that seemed very soon. We're in October, um, the end of October as such. And the full month of December has some holidays and don't work usually the full month of December anyway. So that's a pretty short window. Um, and so I, got, I went in my office, and I erased all of my blessings and opportunities and challenges and things that I was my um, project list and wrote another one. And I started to think how long that project list would take me, things that I could assist in. Um, and I realized, yes, it could take me months, but that would be more months of stress, more months of where I am um, with my family and coming in, getting through the days, getting through the weeks, to the point where I get to the weekend so that I can breathe and relax um, a little bit. And I realized that, you know, I went back, ran numbers. It wasn't going to be worth it for the stress for me. Um, it wasn't going to be worth it because, not, not negative, but I was going to run to something. And someone said that to me. Are you running from something to, to get away from this environment? Or are you running to something which is your opportunities? And when I 
um, I said, you know, I wanna, I'm going to think about that. And so the next morning I woke up and I had a few hours to myself. And I didn't turn the lights on anything. I just sat. I just sat and prayed and thought and listened to my feelings and thought, I felt joy. And they said that when I came in to tell them I was retiring and that I had these wonderful opportunities and I didn't know what God was calling me for, but they would all pan out when I opened myself up to them, then um, they said, there's joy. And when I came in to think about the timing and stretching that timing out for my original decision, then it was stress. And I realized that that's my tension in my heart, um, anxiety that I felt thinking about drawing that out that I had to take that leap. And so as you picture that leap, I, I'm like jumping from a, a high cliff, you know, where they look like they're in ocean. Of course, I'm not jumping off to, to tear. I'm jumping off in delight. And I picture the word trust um, written in script that has all the right curves for God to be catching me and then floating me wherever I need to be. Um, because I feel like I've been blessed and that's how my life's been. And yes, I've had some trials and tribulations. But again, it's never been as bad as what I've ever seen anyone else go through. And God's always given me the strength to go through it and to come out with a lesson. And that's what I feel like the best hope that I can be is to have a lesson in everything that I do. So that it helps me and it helps others and that we can live a fuller life each time. So when I thought about that, I went back into a meeting the next morning and had a training and Gave it some thought, and by lunchtime, I was ready to turn in my papers for retirement. And so I decided, like you sometimes do when you're a kid, and you make decisions, and then you go back and tell your parents because at some point you're just you don't want anyone else's input. That the decision's been made, I'm good with it, and now if I'll, I'm a big girl to be able to do it. And that's funny that it, at, in your 40s, sometimes you have to think that I'm adult enough to have to make the decisions by myself, particularly when I don't have a partner to make them in. And that could be negative, but in this case, it was also positive that had I had a partner, we probably would have stretched it out for the, the another dollar in another few months that I would have felt so much guilt that I was, what I was giving up for the household. Um, but without having that other adult that I really had to consider, it was, I will provide and it will be fine. And I will go with my joy moment because I do believe that there is something else, multiple things that God has for me in store. So I turned those papers in for December 31st, retirement date. And I got through those couple of days of training and had scheduled an appointment to go sign all the final papers, have those papers processed for a few days. And that I did that on the Friday. I went in, and before I went in, I was getting ready. My kids went to school. I didn't know that that was the day I was signing everything. And I was so excited. I mean, literally, I could not stand it. I looked at the mirror, I saw my mom's face in the mirror, and I was like, all right, Mama, we are doing this. And I often wondered what she would have done had she left her um, situation and jumped. What would she have gotten into? What would she have done that I would have gotten to experience and loved her more for, uh, for being her true self? And so I said, Mom, you know, what would you have done with that? Of course, don't take over and do anything in my whole life and there, but I want you to come with me. I want the Holy Spirit to be with me, and I want this to be the right decision today. And as I um, sat there and, and said that and sent my aunt a picture and said, who do I look like today? And it was her and, and uh, my mom when um, 
they were young is, is who I felt. And I said, I'm so proud to be a, a Clark woman and have the strength that, that I see beaming from within. And I'm so excited to be making this decision today that literally I uh, jumped up and down and recorded a six second video of woohoo, 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 because I am that happy. And I can't believe I get this blessing and opportunity um, to do. And I just couldn't contain it. So I went on to retirement, signed those papers. And then after that, I went to um, the state capitol and <laughs> took a picture and a selfie with me in the state capitol to remind myself that this was the day they made a decision to leave public service. Now, will my path be back in public service at some point? Who knows? If God has a calling and, and I'm there to help some others, maybe I will. Um, but there's a whole other experience outside of public service that I that I want to explore as well. So, I don't know. But I felt like I had um, given my, my many, many years to Frankfurt and public service. And so taking a picture with the state capitol um, was was what I needed to do that day. And, I, and my eyes were looked up as a sense of wonder into the sky of what is next. And that's how I felt. And so I sent that to a few close friends also. Then I went to the office. And the afternoon was spent telling my leaders um, and sharing that I had decided a date and the date was going to be soon. And, and yes, I appreciated the need and, and I um, desired to work longer and complete more things together. But um, again, my calling is going to be somewhere else for for now. And, and they all support the, anything that I find or whatever that I decide to turn to should I need their help to call on them and for their support. And, and um, they're proud of me. And, and no negativity was shared. It was all positive, and that was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity and just a true example of what I already knew about the place that I worked and the blessings that I already had, that this decision wasn't for anyone else, that this decision was for the right thing in my life. Uh, it's the right thing to just be heart-led instead of um, making decisions that are just the best for everyone and to work and continue to do the same thing. It's a decision for my family, for my kids, for us to continue to live more intentionally, for them to see the example of taking a risk and that to be reminded that um, what we see as failure is not always what everyone else sees as failure. And so if someone's outside judging me and thinking that I shouldn't be doing that and I should just be you know, marching the, to the band that, um, that they expect that, that I would continue the same routine for as long as I could continue it, um, well, that's okay. That's their opinion, but that's not going to show that many, there's going to be many lives and turns, and I've been blessed not to have as many turns as others um, to get me here. But I want my kids to know that, that God will provide for them, and if they listen and they felt felt uh, a calling to do something, to be in tune to that and uh, to live joyful. And so um, if something happened, I didn't have those months that I continued to work and decided not to retire now, um, I wouldn't have got to teach them um, as much of that, and that's so it is. So anyway, was, this was one of the big decisions that I made. This is how I got there. This is all the processes. I'm sure you do the same thing. You know, it's a conversational podcast. The problem that that I have with a conversational podcast is you don't get to hear the other side of the conversations, but they take they go on every day, and there are so many people that are listening. Um, to this that I don't know about, but there's also so many that are, and so many that are listening to me every day with this same information, um, just not through the podcast, and that we're encouraging one another, and we're living our lives together, and we're sharing 
real emotions and real fears and real passions and real excitement and real joy and real smiles. And I couldn't ask for a better circle of people that God's placed in my life all the time. And I've just got chills because He is continuing to do that. He's continuing to bring people that are positive and encouraging in my life that will that add value and experiences and support. And I hope to be one of those people for so many others um, is really the best that I feel like my legacy could be provided for me. So go out today, enjoy. If there is something that's uncomfortable in your life, something that's given you anxiety, sit with that. Understand why that that is. Is it because of of something that you need to be doing that you're running from, or is it something that you need to run to? Something that you are uh, meant to do differently? Um, Someone that you should be with, not be with? Um, You know, we survive everything we need to survive. Relationships, deaths, work, changes in jobs. So many things that we think we'll never survive, we do. So keep on keeping on uh, with joy. Seek opportunities, enjoy them. See them for what they are because they're right in front of us every single moment. Go out and fly.